0: Good to be in the house of the Lord this morning, isn't it, church? Oh, you guys are weak today. Y'all going to have to get it going for your moms. You know, as, uh, as, as I was thinking about today and being Mother's Day, I, I had some time to reflect about my own mother this last week and all the things that she taught me. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that most of you are, 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 grew up similarly to me. And uh, I'm just going to go through kind of a list here of, of what I, I was taught by my mom and, and see if you guys can uh, relate a little bit. You know, uh, one of the things that my mom taught, she taught me to appreciate a job well done. She always said, if you're going to kill each other, do it outside. I just cleaned this house. uh, My mom taught taught me religion. Uh, She said, you better pray that 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 will come out of our carpet. Mom taught me time travel. I don't know if your mom taught you time travel or not, but she always said, you better straighten up or I'm going to knock you back into next week. She she taught us incredible logic. She said, it's because I said so. That's why. She taught us foresight. She always told us to make sure we wore clean underwear in case we got into an accident. She taught us irony. If you keep crying, I'm going to give you something to cry about. She taught, she taught me about osmosis. She always said, shut your mouth and eat your supper. She, she even gave us lessons about the weather. She said, this room looks like a tornado hit it. She taught us about hypocrisy. She said, if I told you once, I've told you a million times. Don't over-exaggerate. She taught us about the circle of life. She said, I I brought you into this world, and I can take you out. She taught us... uh, about anticipation and uh, getting ready to receive. She said, just wait until we get home. When we get home, you're going to get it. She taught us behavior modification and our genetics. She said, would you stop acting like your father? And you are just like your father. She taught us about our roots. Uh, she always said, make sure you shut the door behind you or were you born in a barn. She taught us wisdom. When you get my age, you'll understand. And finally, she taught us about justice. She always said, one of, one of these days when you have kids, I hope they're just like you. Amen. Anybody else have a mom like that? All right. Moms are awesome. We give you, uh, we honor you today. We thank you so much. We thank God so much. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that none of us are here today uh, without a mom, right? So so today uh being Mother's Day we look back upon this day and and, and where it started uh we can thank uh Anne Jarvis uh for bringing forth the idea of of a a national day of recognition uh before uh, our country uh in um uh May of ni- uh, May 9th of 1914 Uh, There was an act of Congress. Uh, President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed that the second Sunday of May to be Mother's Day. And uh, he established it to be a time of public affection and love and reverence to our mothers of this country. And uh, what a wonderful day it is! But uh, but even and and how Anne and Wildrow Woodrow uh, moved this to be a day in our country. But we understand today that uh, this was not their idea. The idea of honoring our mothers comes from God. Amen. Uh, in, Exodus, in Exodus chapter twenty, verse twelve, uh, uh, God is is laying forth the ten commandments to us. And in the uh, the fifth uh, commandment, we see honor your father and mother, that your days may be long in the land that the God uh, that, that your Lord, your God, is giving you. And, uh, and not only do we see this as one of the ten commandments, but we also see that it is so important to God that that uh, He repeated Himself in Deuteronomy where he said honor your father and mother as your Lord and your God has commanded you that your days be long and that they will be that you will be in the land in which the Lord your God is giving you we also saw in the New Testament as as Jesus uh, pointed back to uh, to this commandment and Jesus told us that uh, for God commanded saying honor your father and mother And he who curses his father and mother shall be put to death. But this morning, I want us to focus on a passage from Ephesians. Uh, Ephesians uh, chapter 6, looking at verse 1, where the Apostle Paul is is bringing forth to us and and reminding us about the commandments of honoring our fathers and mothers. So Ephesians chapter 6, looking at verses 1 through 3, Uh, Paul writes this, Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. That it may go well with you and you, that you may live long in the land. Let's pray. Father, we just come before you this morning as uh, we've opened up your Scripture. Father, we ask that you would just uh, your Spirit would just uh, fill this place in such a wor- such a way that uh, the impression of your words would, uh, would would go upon our hearts. And Lord, that we not just take these in at this moment, but Lord, that we would breathe them out later. God, we love you and we praise you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for our graduates and our and our mothers as we look at your scriptures today. In Jesus' name, Amen. So, on this Mother's Day, we want to focus in on on, on this idea of of honor. Uh, it says, "Honor your father and mothers." Notice first, uh, uh, there's there's a precursor here to honor in the way that you honor. Uh, uh, children the way that you honor your mothers is is to obey. <laughs> uh, we've had trouble with that over the years haven't we? But that that's what God says is to obey. Our parents uh, into the Lord because this is what what is right. Uh, you know, as 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 we grew up in 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 a time not so long ago, as we read these scriptures, we kind of brushed over those as as we looked because I mean, in our culture, it was just the thing that you did—you honored your mothers uh, and fathers wherever you went. But but today, today, especially in our culture, it's not something that we can just brush by anymore. We can't take this for granted anymore. In the, in the world that we live in, the world that we have, have seen come forth, there is a big problem in the world in knowing what is right and what is wrong. But God's word has set forth before us. is very plain. It's very clear in teaching us to honor our fathers and mothers and, and to do what is right. This, this this word here right That word is, uh, uh, it means righteousness or right. Uh, This word in the New Testament is used 163 times, not just about honoring your father father and mother, but all the things that we need to do right before God's eyes to be right. God uh, declares and displays before us how we should live our lives to honor those around us. God has given us the word, his word to teach us what is right to show us what is right from wrong And, and if we do what is right then we honor our mothers we honor them in the way that we live we, we are honored also by, we honor also God, and God blesses us when we live a life honoring unto him. When we honor God and, and his ways, uh, we see blessings upon the culture, on, on, on a culture that, that gives themselves unto the Lord and, and practices the principles that God has set forth. When people come together and do what's right, God always blesses those people always. But in a culture that puts off God's ways, in a culture that dismisses God and the things that are right, a culture that clings to what they, their own beliefs and their own ways, in that culture, that culture always self-destructs. You don't have to take my word for it, just look at the Bible and look at history The Apostle Paul describes to us in in Romans chapter 1 a culture that had put off God. And in in this culture, in in Romans chapter 1 verse 28, Paul shows us what they were doing. He says, since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do whatever they ought to. It ought to be done. And they filled with all kinds of manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetedness, malice. And they were full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, uh, maliciousness. They were all gossips, slanders, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents. Foolish, faithless, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Did you catch it there? In the midst of all that evil, what did we see? They were disobedient to their parents. Man, you you look at all that evil that is listed there, and you, you think, God placed that there as a great reminder to us to obey our. He he reminded us to follow the commandments, to honor our mothers and fathers. Uh, When a a society loses this, when they lose the respect for their uh, fathers and mothers, when they stop honoring those who have been put before them, that society begins to collapse the second thing I want us to see as we look at that Ephesian scriptures is, is a world, word called honor. Honor our parents. Uh, that word honor there, that, that, that is the same word that is used to describe the po- proper attitude in reverence to God. This word describes uh, the way a person holds somebody up in, in, in honor and reverence. Uh, We may not always agree with with our earthly parents or what they believe or what they do, but we are called to respect them and love them. God has moved us to be a people of honor, to to love people like he loves us. The Ephesians text also is called a, a text of promise of honor. Verses uh, 2 and 3 there said, Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. You all know that the first four commandments that God gave us were all, all about how we relate unto Him and how we are to honor Him, how we would not have any other gods before Him. But this, this fifth commandment, this fifth commandment is a, is a bridge into the way that we are to, uh, to, to relate with other people. This commandment it, it, it speaks unto us and, and, and gives us a promise, a promise of that, uh, of that if we honor our parents, we honor God. Paul, uh, as he has put it um, uh, and, and shown us, that, that if we honor our fathers and mothers, we have to first obey. You know, uh, obedience is something that just doesn't happen. Obedience is something that is learned. We have to teach our children how to be obedient. This has to be developed. And and for every, uh, every person here that has come to know this and learn this, and you're instilling this in your child, as you do that, you are developing healthy character traits in your child. And... Those healthy character traits will move forth in them throughout their lives. And in the same way, a child that is disobedient to their parents, disobedient to people, in, all, in the same way are learning harmful traits. And those harmful traits will follow them for the rest of their lives. So the, the, the part of the promise that we hear is, is that we, if we honor our fathers and mothers, then we will live a long life. Now, we have to be careful in this and and know that this promise is not an absolute. This promise doesn't say that, you know, if I honor my father and mother, I'm going to live to be 120 years and it's going to be a happy life all the days of my life. No, who gave us this word? Paul is writing this down. He is following God. He's honoring God. He's honoring his parents. He's honoring the people around him. But yet, he was martyred for the faith before He should have died, right? As we look at all the disciples and we look into Jesus, the perfect perfect person to look at as an example in our lives, we see all of them lost their lives beforehand except for John. And he died upon the island of Patmos. Jesus showed us the perfect example in how to honor your father and mother. To live a life perfect before, but yet he died early. Now, what what, what this promise is, is giving, what God is saying in this promise is, is that if you live your life unto him, if you honor your father and mother as, as you live, there is going to be blessing upon you. The days in which you live, in which you honor, those days are going to be long days of blessing. You can count on God to fulfill his promises, but that doesn't mean that we all will live a long life. As we look at this and we ask, how, how, do we, how do we honor our moms? How do we live a life of honor unto our moms? Um, our mothers, um, if you want to truly honor your mom, you love the God. You, got, you love the Lord your God and you honor Him. Uh, we We saw in second Timothy as as, as as Michael was reading over that scripture earlier, uh, Paul was writing to 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 his young son in the faith Timothy, and he he references back to remembrance of 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 his family and uh, of of the faith that was in his grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice, and he said he he sees that same kind of faith in him. We honor our our mothers by the way that we honor God and live our lives before God. Our mothers have done so much for us in in the faith. They they they're the ones that bring us nurture and love. They have taught us how to grow in the spirit of God and as 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 children of God They've shown us uh, uh, They've they spent countless hours before us Praying for us and over us and, and in this wondrous thing You know God can do all things in all ways It's God who does it uh, He can bring forth people to know him In, in, in amazing ways But I tell you why In my personal life I know this to be fact I would not have been in the church service I would not be listening to that pastor Preach the word of God uh, and hearing that message and coming to salvation without my mom bringing me to church that night. People of faith, to honor your mom, you live by faith. We give glory and credit to God for our moms that have displayed their faith before me each and every one of you that are here today, have you come into this place to worship? As we've bowed our heads to pray, as we've sang these worship songs unto God, today you have honored God and your mom. Praise be to God for what he's done and what he's going to do. This morning, as as we start to close, uh, I just want—I was reminded of an amazing story. It's an amazing story of amazing grace. Did you know that the song "Amazing Grace" is the most recorded piece of music ever in history? It, it, it has been recorded by more secular and sacred artists throughout its time. It is the most recorded song ever. The writer, uh, except for the last verse, is a man called John Newton. John Newton, uh, his mother passed away when he was seven years old. Tuberculosis. But Elizabeth Newton, in the seven years that she had John... She instilled in him and loved him things that he will never, ever forget. Now, after her passing, John wasn't a great guy. In fact, he was a terrible human being. He grew up to uh, become a a slave trader. Uh, He did just incredibly horrible things. He was wicked as they come on the face of the earth but throughout his life he would have done even more wicked things if he hadn't remembered some of the things that his mom taught him at that early age and then through the prayers of of his mother and the prayers of the people around him one day God sent a storm you know what? Uh, in our our lives, uh, there, life is not always sunshiny. Amen. But sometimes the storms in which God brings forth unto people are, are for our own good. And on on that sea one night, uh, God sent a, a, a ma- major storm, and and John was confronted with his demise. And in that in that storm, he came to realization that he had lived his life wrong. And he knew that there was a God above, and he knew that he was about to meet him, but he wasn't going to meet him in a good way. And then he decided on that boat that night that he was going to change his life. God came to him, and he drew him to himself, and John surrendered his life to God. The evidence of... John Newton becoming a Christian wasn't just a profession of faith. It wasn't just the song that he penned, Amazing Grace. But it was the evidence that came from his life. After his life changed, and let me tell you, if God can forgive a man like John Newton, if God can change a man like John Newton, He can change you. John surrendered his life to Jesus. He gave his life to him, and the evidence came by by changing his lifestyle, changing the things that he did, and serving God. He moved forth the, the kingdom of God, telling people and de- declaring the majesty of what God had done in his life. And he he ended up even becoming a pastor. His life was changed forever. But John Newton said it, Part of the reason why was because the thoughts of the things that his mother taught him at that early age stayed with him throughout his life. Ladies, I, I, I don't know all of you. I don't know exactly what you've been through. I don't know what I, I know that life can be tough, but know this: that when you live a life unto God. You make a difference. You make a difference not just for a moment in time, not just for a week in time, not just for years in time. You make a difference for eternity by pouring forth and loving and showing your relationship with God before your children and your family. And it is in this that mothers come to be honored. I sure am thankful that I had a mom that drugged me to church every time the doors were open. It doesn't make me better. It just makes me saved. Because she loved me enough to introduce me to the God of eternity. Today, if you're here today, would you honor your parents, by loving the Lord. Will you honor your mothers by giving glory to the God above for your life and giving you a mother that gave you life. Let's pray. Father, we just come before you at this time and just thanking you for your glorious gift of salvation and life. Lord, you're so good to us. And we praise you that you've set forth this this life um, showing us that we have a perfect heavenly Father lord we we know that we are not perfect, and all of us that are fathers and mothers we 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 always say we're sorry for the things that we haven't done correctly, but God, we look to you and we praise you for sticking with us, loving us, and caring about us. And, and, and even in our mistakes, you are making things good. So, Father, I, I just praise you for each and every mother in this room today, every father as well. And, Father, I pray that you would just help us to, to honor you. Lord, I lift up to you each and every child in this room today, and I thank you for them. And I ask that you would help us to obey and honor you. Because in so, we honor our moms and our dads. God, you're good. And I just pray that if there's someone here today that doesn't know you as their Lord and Savior, if the the storms of life have come into them and, and they're just looking for something more, Lord, that you would show them, you revealed to them yourself this morning. And Lord, just like John Newton, how his life, his sins were forgiven and his life was changed. Father, I pray that every person that may not know you in this room today, they would come to, to know their sins are forgiven and their lives can be changed. So, Father, we pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen.